Hello, and welcome to Things I Think Are True. Um, this is where I share ideas that took way off my shoulders, and I hope will also be useful to other people. This episode is about motivation. I think a lot of people, especially, you know, millennials, consider themselves lazy. I've heard a lot of people, even a lot of people that I admire, call themselves lazy. I think that's a really interesting concept. I'm a little bit of an outlier in this sense, around people I know and my friends, because I tend to do a lot of stuff. People comment a lot that I produce a lot of things. I write and draw and, and spend a lot of time just doing things, and I think a lot of people admire that. But um, for me personally, it's actually something that I've tried to stop doing, because that busyness came from me ignoring stress and ignoring emotions, and it was channeling my energy into producing things instead of, um, you know, just sitting with myself and talking to people and doing human things. And the output that I made is not sustainable, and I don't think it's something that should be praised as good. And mostly the reason I bring this up is, despite repeatedly being told that, you know, I create many things and having, you know, numbers to go by with the amount of posts I produce or words I write, I still routinely think of myself as lazy and worry that I'm not doing enough or that I'm not challenging myself, I'm not doing the right things, or just that I'm slacking off. So this is something that I've been thinking about. Where does this feeling come from? when I, you know, know in reality, like, I can logically contradict that feeling. Why, why does it come up anyways? And I think, personally, for me, a lot of it is really easy to identify because lazy is a word that my mom used on me a lot when I lived with her. Even since I was a kid, I've always been a little bit of a busybody. Um, I loved drawing and writing and I was a very good kid in school, I would always get my work done, but still, like, you know, my mom called me lazy, and she used this word on me when I was struggling to do chores or clean, or when I was sitting on the computer a lot. And there are various reasons for my struggling to do housework and things like that, but that's a little beside the point. And even when I was a lot older and I came home from university, I would tend to sit in the house and not really do anything over the break. But, you know, like during university, I, I, I had a, a part-time job and I was doing all of my classes. So my days usually, you know, I'd wake up in the morning and I'd, I'd go to class and uh, then in the evenings I'd work my job. And then during the weekends, that's when I got all my homework done. And so while I was in school, I was basically working literally all day and, and never really got much of a break. So when it was on break, I would come home and I would rest because, you know, I had been busy for so long and my brain needed to recharge. But my mom saw these things and saw me not working, not doing things that she considered work because even during break, you know, there were a few small projects that I would enjoy picking up every once in a while, but she never saw these things. She still called me lazy, and the reason why I think that is, is, um, 
I think just simply it was a word she used when I was doing things that she didn't want me to do or then I was not doing things that she did want me to do. I wasn't doing activities that she valued and um, instead of trying to see the value in activities that I enjoyed, she just decided that there wasn't any value in them at all. Uh, I, I didn't have hobbies that routinely produced visible things. I didn't knit or crochet or anything like that. Uh, so any work that I was doing, and again, during breaks when I needed rest, I would still be working on things. You just couldn't see them, and so she decided those weren't important. And so I think that uh, this word lazy really just means a person who is not doing work that I deem important. If I call someone lazy, it's not it says more about my values than theirs most of the time. And so, you know, I, I can identify where this feeling came from and whose voice it is in my head that's telling me these things, but that's not all it takes, obviously, to get over this feeling and to start valuing my time and not applying to that word to myself. Because even though I, I know where this came from, I still think that about myself sometimes. So there's a question of, you know, how do we move on from being called lazy, uh, especially if we're surrounded by people that still call us that, and really our culture is sort of geared towards calling people lazy as sort of a, a cultural weapon against them. So uh, one way that's really tempting to uh, combat this is to keep really busy to convince yourself that you're not lazy, to prove to yourself that you can do things, you, you know, you can work hard. But if this is your strategy, then you will burn out really quickly because brains and bodies and, you know, everything that you are, it's not meant to keep working that long. It's harmful. It's, it's simply not possible. And, you know, for the small times, it, it does seem possible. It's because you're using up something that is a limited resource and eventually you will burn out and feel terrible and not be able to keep up that constant state of motion. And, um, you know, another part of it is if you try and cope with it by working all the time, which you're not going to be able to do, you convince yourself still that you're only worth something while you're working and that you're not worth anything when you're not working. And so it's not really so much convincing yourself that you're not lazy. It's, it's kind of playing into the idea that you're only worth something, you know, if you're performing an activity that is deemed worthwhile by someone. And I think one of the most vicious parts of this cycle for me is that if you work to the point of burnout, then it teaches you that the work you're doing is not fun, that the work you're doing is really stressful. Because if you have a project and force yourself to keep working on it, when you don't feel like it, then that reinforces in your brain this feeling of like, ugh, I don't want to do this. You know, the feeling of it not being fun or satisfying, just being an obligation. And so, you know, if you force yourself to do it and see it as an obligation, then you'll continue seeing it as an obligation and continue having to force yourself instead of doing an activity that you find fun. <laughs> and so I, I think the first step to this is to let yourself exist without being productive, which like, I think it's the necessary first place to start because I think if you have this idea in your head of you being lazy, you're probably really burnt out. You've probably either been trying to convince yourself that you're not lazy by working a lot, or even if you're not working a lot, you know, worrying. 
and judging yourself, it takes energy and you can burn your, like you can, you can be stressed and burnt out on stress. Even when from an outside perspective, it looks like you're not doing anything at all. If you're constantly putting that stress on yourself. And so even like, you know, even if you see yourself as like, oh, well, I just sit around and, and, and do nothing all day. I am lazy. You know, that's proof of it. The fact that you're putting that negative energy on yourself is, is something that is dragging you down. It's something that will keep you from being productive and will keep you fe feeling kind of terrible about yourself. And so you have to find a place where you can just like actually relax without feeling guilty about it or feeling like you're procrastinating on something. And this can be really difficult. It sounds like such a simple concept, but if you're used to working all the time or guilting yourself into things, like this can feel like you're, you're wasting time since you're not doing anything. And it can be kind of impossible to relax <laughs> if you've gotten to this mindset. But it's something where it's kind of stereotypical, but, you know, having sort of recovered to the point where I'm at, I know that the way you think about things matters and self-talk matters, and it's not going to cure everything the first time you do it, but just being able to catch yourself, just to catch that, that thought of, I'm not doing anything, I'm really lazy, just catching that and thinking like, what is this? say, no, I'm not lazy, or if you can't say that, question it and at least be curious about it and say, like, like, why am I feeling this? Is there really something I need to be doing right now? And am I, you know, blowing that out of proportion, et cetera, et cetera. You know, just like <laughs> challenge the idea that you're lazy because as this episode is about, I don't think that's true. And, you know, I don't, I don't think it's useful to think that's true about yourself. So, you know, try and relax. And, you know, one way that is easier for me to do this is spending time with friends. Because if I'm alone and not doing anything, that's when it kind of starts buzzing in my head. Like, I need to do something. Like, I, I have this time to create something, to be productive, to, you know, make, make something with my life. But if I, if I, you know, spend time with friends, then that's, it's not a time that I can be productive you know, in some sense of the word. If it's fun, I'm not thinking about stress. It's just, you know, it's just spending time not really creating anything. And it's not something that I, I think people usually consider a waste of time, which is an interesting uh, concept to think about. If you get stuck in the idea that not producing is a waste, then, you know, if you don't think spending time with friends is a waste, then, you know, why not? I, I think it, I think you're right. I don't think spending time with friends is a waste of time, but you're also not producing something. So what is the difference spending time with friends than just sitting alone? Cassidy just froze. That was scary. <laughs> All right. Um, where was I? Uh, yeah. So spending time with friends is not a productive time. It's also not a waste of time. And that's because you get something from it. And it's the same if you're just relaxing by yourself. This is a valuable time that you're spending on yourself. You're recharging your own batteries. You're, you're resetting your brain. And I don't know, it's really hard to, I guess, articulate the values of relaxation because like, maybe it's just because our language isn't used to being used like that. Uh, which sounds like a very big way to phrase a very small idea, but it's hard to enumerate all the ways that relaxing really helps you especially without phrasing it in a way of like, well, relaxing makes you produce more. Um, cause you know, we, we don't need to value production. Uh, I 
guess a really simple way to put it is that if you truly can relax, that makes you happier. And, you know, that's, I think, the only thing with inherent worth, really. So, you know, relaxing is important, uh, and spending time with friends is important, and, and just giving you space to not be productive and not see your worth as related to your productivity is important because it, it, it makes you happier and it can lead to more happiness by creating energy uh, to put into pursuits that you enjoy because motivation in itself comes from a place of stability. Relaxation recharges you and enables you to you know gain energy so that you can put it into something else. For example, I noticed recently that I tend to suffer from a lot of attention issues at work, which, <laughs> first, uh, of course, I'm always tempted to, you know, phrases me being lazy or stupid, but I've started, you know, noticing that it's always the most hard to focus when I'm hungry or tired, like when there's something physically, like a physical need of my body that needs to be met before I can, you know, turn my brain on and focus on these very abstract, you know, intellectual issues I have to deal with. Like, you know, you need to get down to bare bones and make sure that your body is comfortable before your brain can start doing things that aren't related to survival. Survival is first and foremost, you know, our entire being is wired to accept that. And so if you're hungry or tired or, you know, like need to use the bathroom or walk around to get your body into a, a stable place, it's going to make it so much easier to divert energy that's being used, you know, worrying about your physical state and divert energy that, you know, you're unconsciously putting towards your physical state into a more intellectual activity. But, you know, that's, that's about <laughs> my attention issues at work. And, you know, I, I, I'd rather focus more on attention issues when you really actually want to do something. Because I think that's one of the more stressful things is when you know that you genuinely enjoy something, but you just can't find the motivation to do it. I mean, that's like a huge part of depression. It's, it's, it's soul sucking, you know, you know, hopefully we all have hobbies and it's important to have hobbies. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and these hobbies should be fun and they should make you feel good. And if you find yourself unmotivated to continue, uh, it's not because you're lazy. It's not because it's, it's because you're not in the right place for it. Like you might not be well rested. You might be spending a lot of time on life maintenance or work. You know, if you try and, you know, go to work and then come home and clean and do chores and maybe take care of another human being or an animal, you know, you might already be too tired to have energy to put into this. And that's not laziness. That's just, that's just plain, you know, not having extra energy. And then, you know, if there's something you feel like you should have the energy for, but you still can't make yourself do it, or, I mean, make yourself do it is the key meaning here. Like, are you putting extra meaning on you doing this? Do you feel guilty for not working on it? Do you feel good when you do work on it? You know, like, you shouldn't, like, I, I hate guilt as a motivator. I think guilt is kind of a worthless emotion. I don't think anyone should feel guilty for anything, and I definitely don't think that you guilting yourself is going to help you, like, perform better or give you extra motivation for anything. If you can't approach a hobby, like, if, if you really want to work on it because it's something you find fun, and you just find yourself not able to do it, then it might be time to put it down for a while. And that could be kind of upsetting, especially if it's something you really love, but I think that 
that upset is a is kind of a good thing to hang on to and to not make a, a guilt meeting out of it, but to say like to take that and know that you truly love doing this thing and to remember that feeling because I think that upset at not being able to do it will turn into an urge to do it and it, it might turn back into joy at the thought of this task if you just let yourself stop for a little bit and rest your brain from this thing. I, you know, I found that, you know, there are hobbies that I love doing, but sometimes I, I spend so much time doing them that they get, they feel more like an obligation and they get boring and it's hard to work on them. And I found that like every single time, if I step away and not do them for a while, and sometimes it, like it has to be a really long time. Like sometimes like I will go months and months without doing something and it can feel really bad it can feel like i'm giving it up but then then that day will come where i'll just get that feeling again of like yes i love this this is something that i want to do i, I want to put my energy here and i have energy to put here and it's 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 so worth like spending those months or you know however long you need away from it to finally actually love the thing that you love again and you can't spend every day thinking like like, can I do it today? Can I do it today? Like, you have to sort of really let it go and and let you freely return to it when you really want to return to it. Because if you keep getting burnt out on it, then again, like, you'll get into the cycle of it, like, this thing that should be fun and enjoyable being, I mean, not that, being frustrating and an obligation and, and make you feel guilty and you're compiling all of these bad feelings into something that should be fun for you and something that should be relaxing and so like let let it be relaxing let yourself if you feel frustrated in a way that is upsetting you because i think a little bit of frustration and hobbies can be kind of fun sometimes like if it's if it's the right amount of challenge and it you know solving a frustrating problem feels really good but if it's the kind where you can't focus and you you know feel bad trying to focus then you know that means it's time for a break and that break might be five minutes, it might be five months or, you know, years, but you deserve to feel good doing the things that you love. And so letting your brain rest from it is incredibly important. To sort of uh, to tie this kind of together, the, the quote that inspired this episode, and it's kind of something, like having a single quote that inspires these things is something that I hope I continue to do because these are the things that really, like, stick the idea in my brain and like make me think and I hope that you share the same experience I do because just these little moments that are legitimately just like life-changing even if in small ways I I'd love to share with you and so um this uh first episode of this podcast um was appropriately enough inspired by Griffin McElroy I watched a video of him giving a lecture at uh, Florida State University and someone asked this question that, you know, I've been sort of pondering this episode of like, you know, they have so many fun ideas that they really want to work on, but like, how, how do they work on them? How do they find the motivation to do it? And Griffin gave this almost throwaway answer, like that he didn't, like, wasn't rehearsed at all. It's not that something he'd written down. He just said, do something easy and fun. And like, interestingly enough, like he described himself, like he said, I'm a lazy person. I, I pick the things that are easy and fun. And just thinking about the idea of letting yourself be attracted to things that are easy and fun 
you know, part of me calling myself lazy, you know, trying to work through these motivation issues, I kept wondering why I couldn't work on projects once I felt like they got hard. And, you know, that's something I think people are scared of a lot is that like dropping something once they get hard and not being able to stick with something. But like, if it's not fun, you can stop. Like if I get tired with a hobby and it's too hard and not fun to continue, then like that, the point of the hobby is that it's fun. So if it's not fun anymore, I can just stop. Like, it's all right. Like, there are some things where I thought I was giving up because they were too hard, but they were actually just kind of boring. Like, me trying to learn languages, I, a lot of these apps just make it too easy, and so it's not fun. Like, there's not enough challenge. And so it's not my fault. I'm not, like, lazy and scared of doing hard things. I just want to do things that are fun. <laughs> and we get... I know at least I get caught up in this idea that if you're not suffering, you're not working hard enough. Because, like, I think that's sort of tied into our culture in a very backwards way that I could probably do a whole entire episode about. We think that suffering is virtuous and good, and that if you work hard enough, then you'll be suffering during it. <laughs> but, like, if it's something you can choose to do, if it's a hobby that you want to do, then, like, why suffer? Why make, why make yourself do that? Why not do something easy and fun? <laughs> and I mean, I think part of this is even, I think phrasing something is easy and fun. Even if it's, even if it's something you were scared of doing before, just thinking like, does it seem easy and does it seem fun? Because if you think it's easy, it'll keep you from being intimidated by it. And, you know, all you need to do is start and that might lead, that might lead into the fun part, you know? Because the secret here is like, I feel like it's easy to say, like, if, if I just keep doing easy and fun things, I'll, I'll never make anything I'm proud of, you know? Like, I can't be proud of something that's easy. But <laughs> the secret is that humans like challenge. And if something is actually fun, if you find something fun, that means it's sufficiently challenging for you. Like, I'm sure there are a lot of things that you could do that you don't, just because, like, they're so easy that it's boring, you know? Like... Humans like to be challenged, and if you're having fun, then it's enough, and you don't need to think that you need to suffer in order to be doing something worthwhile. You, you don't have to seek out things that you, that you think are hard because you want to feel like you're doing something worthwhile. You know, I think you're definitely allowed to say, like, if there's something hard and fun you want to do, yeah, so you might <laughs> find that, and of course, like, if you think something's going to be fun, go for it. But if the hard part is intimidating you, then it's okay to just say, like, you want to do something easy and you want to do something fun, because you deserve to have fun. You get to have fun. You don't need to, you don't need to stretch yourself and meet some standard that, that someone set for you. You can just decide whether things are fun and do them when they're fun, and when they're not fun, you don't have to do them anymore, and that's okay. This podcast, this episode, is something that I find very easy and very fun, because I love talking about concepts like this, and I love helping people, and I think that this will help at least one person at least a little bit, and that's okay with me, you know? And if I make this one episode, or two or three episodes, and then decide this, is, this isn't fun anymore, uh, that I don't like it, then that's okay. I'm, I'm having fun as I'm recording this, I'm gonna have fun editing it, and putting it up, and, and sharing it with my friends, and so... You know, if this is all I ever do, then it was worthwhile. I, I did something with my time that I felt was fun, and 
you know, I feel accomplished for uh, just getting to this point. And so, yeah, you know, if you're, if you're feeling really unmotivated and, and, and that's frustrating you and you want to do things and can't find any way to do it, then try trying to take a rest, you know, let yourself just exist. And remember, you know, your productivity does not define who you are. You're worth something even when you feel like you're doing nothing. Uh, let yourself walk away from projects that you, you don't think are fun anymore. Even if it's a project that you love a lot, you know, if you feel bad about walking away from it because of how much you love it, then, you know, that's kind of good. You'll come back to it when you have enough energy. It's hard to believe when you've never experienced it before, or even when you've only experienced it a few times, it's hard for this to stick in your head. So if you're finding it hard to believe, then you're kind of just going to have to uh, take my word for it, that um, you have motivation. You have motivation to do things that you love. And if you just believe in that and let yourself take a break and try your best to not let that break stress you out and try your best to do what's best for your body and and do what's best for your brain then I think you'll you'll be surprised and very delighted you know that day that comes that you that you feel excited again about something that sort of brought you a lot of frustration I, it's definitely worthwhile <laughs> So, um, just try and let yourself have fun. It's a really surprisingly hard measuring stick to stick to because fun is seen as not worth anything. And, but fun is kind of, in my opinion, like that's kind of all there is in life. Like, like every, like happiness is it. And so if something doesn't make you happy, then try and find something that does. <laughs> so yeah, um, I believe that I am not lazy. And I hope that what little I've recorded here uh, helps you believe that you are not lazy either. So uh, if you have questions, comments, or uh, maybe would like me to discuss a certain topic on a future episode, feel free to email me at uh, ttatcast at gmail.com. That's T-I-T-A-T-Cast at gmail.com. Stands for things I think are true. T-I-T-A-T-Cast. So yeah, go ahead and uh, shoot me a message if you want to. I, I don't think there's going to be a, a lot in there at first, so <laughs> don't worry that you're bothering me or anything. Uh, yeah, uh, hopefully see you again soon. Thanks for listening.